0: One tropical island, one beautiful woman, 12 bachelors, and only one will leave with the ultimate prize, a platonic relationship, Disappointment Island, CBS All Access. You're listening to Questionable Material with Jack and Brian mostly improvised podcast produced in new york by jack helmuth and brian sack Umpodcast.com
1: rhyming consultants i am looking to create some uh, greeting cards and i'm just so bad at rhyming Um, i was wondering if maybe you could help us out absolutely We are
0: rhyming consultants, hence the name of the business.
1: Right, right, right. Um, Do you have like a catchy little phrase for your business uh, that rhymes that can sort of show me what you can do?
0: Yes. (laughs) When you need a rhyme, give us a call.
1: Is this like a, a poem that doesn't rhyme, but then people tell you it's still a poem? Sort of like the lady who did the inauguration thing?
0: Honestly, we wanted to focus more on our rhyming and, and less on a, a tagline for the business. Sure. So we just, you know, we, it was the first thing that came to us and it's true. <laughs> if you need a rhyme, you give us a call and it does seem to work cause you did call.
1: I did. I did. I'm less than impressed so far, but, um, I mean that th- you would just go with your first thing. Fine that it didn't rhyme, but it's just so lazy that you would go with your first idea. Korea. <laughs> Okay. All right. You've won some of my respect back. That was pretty good. So, um, uh, you know, I was wondering if if you can sort of help me. Um, you know, I'm trying to write some Father's Day cards. I'm, I'm trying to get sure. ahead of the curve, right? So Father's Day is, you know, about nine months, eight months from now. And I'm trying yep. to start a greeting card company. And so I figured I, I can be first to market with Father's Day cards. Can you help me come up with some rhymes for Father's Day? I would love to anyway. <laughs> okay. Great. Right, I'm sure that sentence makes sense. But okay, Um, so yeah, so Father's Day. So what I'm looking for for like my first card is, you know, something that lets Dad know, you know, even though I don't say it enough, that I really love you. That that was okay. that's my kind of idea for a Father's Day card. That's my, I think that's a real money winner. What, what do you think?
0: Absolutely, I, I like that sentiment a lot.
1: Can can you punch it up though? Because it's you know they they don't move. My research shows that cards don't move. If they don't rhyme.
0: So, what is your f- opening line on this card, dear dad? You mean everything to me. I hope you don't get stung by a bee. Does he have? A, is he? Would he go into anaphylactic shock if he were stung by a bee? Because
1: that that would really nail it. Gavin, I mean, that would really. <laughs> That would definitely show him that I cared. Um, Yeah, I don't know. I mean, I'm sure that's going to be true for a small uh, percentage of dads out there. I'm not sure I need to mass produce that card. Okay. You know, it just sort Uh, of doesn't matter about my dad. And again, I'm trying to reach as many people as possible. Sure. Uh, Okay. Uh, Leave me in again. Okay. um, Dad, you mean so much to me.
0: I hope you don't get lost at sea. Which works great if he's in the Navy or he's a fisherman and he's prone to falling off the boat.
1: <laughs> well, like, to be honest with you, my dad was in the Navy. There you go. This and that perfect. is true. And look, I live near uh, Long Island where most men um, work in the sea. That's right. In the, in the Hudson river. Yeah. I don't, I don't think that's where it is, but um, so um <laughs> So that's a good one. Okay, that's a good one. So I'm going to write that down. Um, Then my my next sentence that I had was, um, uh, sometimes it's not very easy to say. And then I don't know what comes after that.
0: To your parents that you are a gay. (laughs) And so that would be great if you're coming out to your dad on Father's Day.
1: (laughs) So I would buy a Father's Day card. And hidden within the text is me coming out. I mean, that's the idea there. And
0: I, you know, you, you tell me if that works for you or if you're not planning on doing that on father's day.
1: Well, I mean, it, it's really neither here nor there, um, whether I'm gay or not. I just don't think that's a, I'm not sure that's a card I want to print, uh, 800,000 copies of. Got it. Okay. Uh, lead me in again. Okay. Um, dad. Even though sometimes it's very hard to say. I wish me money you would pay.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Like, you know, you want him to give you like some Father's Day cheer. You know what I mean? Uh Uh-huh. But with money. It's a reverse Father's Day. It's kind of like, okay, I'm not giving you a gift. You give me a gift, Papa.
1: Right. No, I I like that. Sort of get a head start on the inheritance so the government can't tax it. Brax it. No, no, that was me just trying to have a conversation with you. I don't need you to prime that fat cat. <laughs> oh my god, being married to you must be difficult. With a cult, <laughs> that's not a word. Okay, I'm starting to regret this phone call. All right, so far, look, you've given me good. By the way, a poor business model, because all of this has been free. I haven't paid you a dime for this. But um, I need a good closer because I feel like we're right there. Yep. So my card ends. Um so what I always have wanted to say to you, Dad, and I don't know what to say, I don't know what the rhyme is after that. Is when you pass, I will be sad. <laughs>
0: You're setting it up so that, you know, he he
1: knows you're going to be sad uh, when he goes. I don't think he. Uh, uh, yeah. I imagine my dad knows that I'll be sad when he. I imagine most dads will know they'll be sad. I'm not sure they want to be reminded of their impending death in a Father's it. Day card. I'm Understood. Um, so it, yeah, thanks. Now, I really appreciate you understanding that point of view. Um, is, there, uh, is there a better close? Like, I need a real strong closer. Like, I need the one that's going to be like, you know, moms or sons or daughters are going to see that card on the shelves and be like, I got to have that one. Got it. Lead me in. Okay. Uh, so, what I've always wanted to say to you, Dad, is if mommy's
0: bleeding, get her a maxi pad. <laughs>
1: I always wanted to say that to him. You haven't. (laughs) No, I don't, I don't put my nose in
0: that business. Is that not a common theme? I, I had always assumed, okay, um, then fine. We can move on. Set me up. So what I've always wanted to say to you, dad, is you're the best darn father I've ever known.
1: (laughs) Uh, I mean, that's, That's the exact sentiment I wanted, but damn, it just doesn't rhyme. I don't know how to solve that one. That one. (laughs) Hi, Brian. Hello, Jack. Happy day after your birthday. Thank you, Jack. Another day older. Was your family able to do anything nice for you for your birthday? Yes. uh,
0: I got some clothes. Okay, which I lo- lounge clothes like comfy pants and things. Sure. And my kids, it's a tradition for my kids to uh, make birthday cards for me. Yeah. Because I not only is it less expensive than buying a greeting card at, at Hallmark or at stores, um, but also it's a chance for them to be creative. And years ago, uh, my son uh, gave me a birthday card that I tweeted. And it's actually my pinned tweet and it went viral and he wound up in like newspapers and stuff. Cause so many people retweet it, like went crazy. I couldn't believe it. I remember that. That it was, was really a very cool. funny one. Yep. Yeah. And now he's back with another one <laughs> that I, uh, that he made me. So this is happy birthday, dad. Okay. Dear dad, at your age, it probably doesn't matter if you're one year older or not, since at that point you have nothing more to unlock other than senior discounts and retirement. On top of that, you also unlock arthritis and whatever other freakishly devastating diseases old people seem to be magnets for. So on second thought, maybe another year is just a gradual inconvenience. Either way, your birthday gives you a week or so where you can eat unhealthily and blame mom for any inconveniences. Maybe the dog will telepathically realize it's your birthday and avoid killing any deer or ruining any upholstery for a bit. Anyway, hopefully you have a great birthday and do whatever it is you do. On the on the on your birthday.
1: That's amazing. And then um, God that's the younger such, one, oh, your kid. Okay, so that's that's your older one. That's, I, what, that's your
0: the older one. one. The younger one does not want to be left out. So he uh he did Happy Indigenous Birthday. And God <laughs> um, uh, dear Brian, due to the nature of your status as a cisgender, straight libertarian capitalist who emanates intense male whiteness to the BIPOC community. <laughs> it has therefore been mandated that your racist colonialist birthday celebration be turned into a day of remembrance for the indigenous people's community. Love Twitter. <laughs>
1: <laughs> that's, uh, uh, that's, that's what a 14 year old offspring of Brian sack writes in a <laughs> birthday card to his dad. <laughs> mm. Oh my gosh, that's fantastic. (laughs) Thank you. Another day older,
0: another year older. Another year older. And I spent it the way I've always wanted to spend a birthday uh, alone with a menstruating dog.
1: (laughs) 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 I tell you, you know, it's, it's a good lesson for everybody that when you get to a certain age, dreams can start coming true. And the other lesson is that female
0: dogs menstruate everywhere until you spay them.
1: Yeah. So, okay. So the, and so this is one of those rare moments again on the podcast where we're being real. This is mm-hmm. actually because you texted me this yesterday when I sent my birthday greetings that this is actually happening in your life right now.
0: It is. Yeah. I got a menstruating dog mm-hmm. just about to spay her. And then the vet calls and says, Oh, we got a problem. She's in heat. What? Oh my Lord. So we can't spare because when you, when they're in heat, all the blood's right there in the, in the Ugh. spay zone. <laughs> and uh, so it would be like a geyser if they did an incision or something. <laughs> so they, they sent her home. She was medicated. It was kind of cool. She was sleepy for half a day.
1: Uh-huh. And but now she's was, back and bleeding. Oh, good. Well, wasn't that the original name of the song it was a uh, highway to the spay zone. I believe so. Why did they change it? Do you, do you know? Uh, Cause Kenny Loggins, uh,
0: it was a cat person. <laughs>
1: So, well, so why did he change his stance on getting spayed?
0: Uh, he's a, he, he wants the world to be filled with cats.
1: Oh my gosh.
0: Yeah. He's a, he's a, he's a cat lover and he was, you know, his, he's part of a, a movement. It's like Extinction Rebellion, but it's just like called cat frenzy. And, it's, <laughs> and the, the idea is just to
1: have overpopulated the world with cats. Wow. <sighs> It's a weird mission statement. It really is strange. It sounds like one of our opening phone
0: call bits. That's like, uh, that's why Messina left him.
1: Who's Messina? Loggins and Messina. I don't I've never heard of that in my life. Daryl Hall and Joe Notes. Yeah. Good. Yeah. I know them. Great job. What's still, that's a weird choice for Kenny Loggins to be, to have even gotten that close to publishing yeah. that song. Yeah,
0: no, I mean, you know, I, I think Top Gun, you know, asked him to change it. They they originally, it was going to be about Tom Cruise uh, flying past the vulva of a giant dog. <laughs> <laughs> but they changed what? the movie. Yeah, they changed the film.
1: They changed the, so what, okay, who, How far along did they get into the filming of this? And at what point did they change it? My God.
0: They had, I mean, they, uh, this was before CGI. So they had built a giant dog vulva that that Tom Cruise was flying over and he was supposed to drop his payload. (laughs) (laughs) And they, they killed that scene. That's weird. Changed the song. The, The rest is history.
1: Oh, wow.
0: Danger zone now.
1: Danger zone. I, they changed it to
0: <laughs> Yeah. Spay zone just didn't work. If you drive uh, three hours outside of Los Angeles, just heading East, you will see <laughs> they left it. It's an attraction now.
1: They just left. They just abandoned it. They just walked away from the set, just completely built.
0: They just left it. Yeah. Cause like, okay, we're not shooting. We'll just leave it here. It's a tiny town. Wow. Um, and, and so it, it's a, it's, but it's funny that the town's name is, is uh, Anus because it's right next to vulva.
1: <laughs> so, that, so that, again, that's uh, Anus, California, about yeah. three miles northeast of Los Angeles. Three hours. Three hours. I'm sorry. Three yeah, it's hours. A yes. a
0: drive. But I mean, when you get there, it's a giant uh, <laughs> model of a
1: dog Volva, from, from Top Gun. <laughs> so for you film buffs out there. Yeah. Or for you vulva buffs out there.
0: (laughs) And it's, uh, the whole thing is surrounded by dogs.
1: (laughs) These male male dogs just keep circling it. Oh my gosh, it sounds like a very dangerous attraction to take your family to.
0: I mean, it's literally an attraction. Like these dogs (laughs) come from all over the country. (laughs) And they just circle it.
1: And I'm and I remembering you took your family there. I believe it was the summer before COVID. Do I, am I remembering that right? Yeah. It was like one of our last family trips. So, okay. So tell me about the trip and, and getting there and, and what the kids thought and saw.
0: Well, I mean, I, you know, I say, Hey guys, you know, would you, you guys want to do a road trip? And they're like, I guess. And I was like, okay, well, why don't you hop in the car? Let's go to Anus and see the, the dog vulva from Top Gun. And they're like, what? And I explained the scene to them they never really got into Top Gun. It's a little you know, uh-huh. way before their time.
1: Sure. Of course. I, I,
0: I explained, you know, the, the setup for the scene and stuff. Uh, so we, we drove to Anus, we saw the dog vulva and then uh, we drove to, um, you've got two hours North of there is where the, the giant phallus from Lord of the Rings. <laughs> <laughs> I, don't, I don't remember that scene. Yeah. It's the, the, the tower of Sauron. Yeah. He originally was supposed to be Sauron's, penis <laughs> and it wasn't supposed to be a big eye on
1: it <laughs> uh, that's yeah I know those books I know the source material and I feel like that's not how it was described yeah I mean originally Lord of the Rings the, the original book was called Dong Wars <laughs> and it was about
0: two wizards who just were in a pissing contest like literally
1: oh my gosh 800 pages of, of- <laughs> Sauron and Gandalf being over. Yeah. <laughs> oh God.
0: But he okay. didn't think it was, you know, he, he thought it was classless.
1: He went back and rewrote it. Okay. Well, I mean, it was a different culture back then in the, in the forties when Tolkien started that. Yeah.
0: And then uh, the one he didn't finish the Silmarillion. Yeah. That his son finished. That was originally just called butts. <laughs>
1: Chronicling all the, the butts of Middle Earth? Yeah. He just liked Heinys. Yeah, the hobbits just walked around and taking
0: sketches They were because it was before photography. So they were just making illustrations and sketches and putting together a big book. <laughs> I mean, uh, but uh, Tolkien's son came in and, and had a different idea. wanted to make it more sci-fi uh, fantasy
1: kind of thing. Right. So in that original version, the, uh, the one ring must have been very different. It was. It was made out of silicone. Okay, so uh, so when when you finally got to um to to anus to see the thing, you know, and and with all the dogs <laughs> circling it, you you took the kids up to see it. I did, yeah. It takes it takes about forty five minutes
0: to scale it, <laughs> and then you know you get up to the top, and it's uh-huh. just it's incredibly realistic. I mean, you feel like you're like a Lilliputian uh, next to like Gulliver's. Dog's Vulva. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Gulliver's it was great. Dog's Vulva. That's
0: you know, it's the name a, of this one episode. Of the, one, uh, one of the last memories we have of, of travel before COVID. Although we did recently travel. Uh, where did you travel to this weekend? We went to Ithaca, New York. Now that's where you went to college, I believe. I went to There are two schools in Ithaca. There's Cornell University, Ivy mm-hmm. League. And yep. then there's Ithaca College. So uh, then, which is maybe what next. I went to. Probably not the Ivy League one. That's right, Jack, because Ithaca had a better communication school.
1: Right, right, right. And uh, guys from Cornell don't make dog vulva jokes on podcasts. That's, that's right. They run uh, Fortune 500 companies. <laughs> I mean, so close. They're so similar, but just a slight
0: difference. Slight difference. So I took my son there because he's, he's uh, college hunting. Okay. And so he was looking at, at the Ivy one. He was looking at Cornell. Yeah. I would okay. not let him go to my alma mater. Okay. Interesting. It's time to move on.
1: Yeah, I guess. So. so how did, how did your, was this your first college visit with your son? It was the first
0: visit. Yep. Yeah. And he was like, oh, he was head over heels. He loved Cornell, the campus. Like he's just, and he's like,
1: I don't want to go back to high school. I just want to start college right now. Oh, that's cute. He, uh, what are the sort of like buildings and, and sort of special college things were you able to show your son on this trip? Well, you um, you, you wanted to give him the real college experience you had told me.
0: Yes. I wanted him to see what college is about. Mm -hmm. Uh, So we took him to frat row. Oh, wow. Cool. Yeah. Where they have, uh, you know, all the, all the fraternities and Mm -hmm. stuff. And we, we, we got a tour of one, a Sigma (laughs) chai. Yeah.
1: Uh, I love that. That one.
0: Yeah. It's it's also a flavor at Starbucks, but we went to, (laughs) we went to Sigma chai and we were, Given a tour, and they you know they showed us like they have a, a phenomenal game room. Oh, neat! Uh, they had like a pool table and video games and stuff. They have a, cool. a whole room uh, filled with Rohypnol. <laughs> just the the whole room, an entire room, not a closet, a room. Room, and we walked in. They're like, "Do you need any Rohypnol?" <laughs> We're like, "No, I mean, I'm I'm good, I guess." They're like, "Okay, well, this is this is the Rohypnol room," um, and then it was wow. just we, we 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 wanted to. They had a, a keg. Yeah. And they're getting ready for a keg party. Sure. Cause that's what you do in fraternities.
1: Now did, did, did you guys attend the keg party? Uh, my, my
0: son's not old enough. Oh, so just you did. No, no. I, I created a fake ID. Oh, I see. But I wanted him to get the full college experience. So okay. I gave him a fake ID. Um, We got challenged at um, the, by the doorman. Uh huh. So, you know, I, I, the name I picked was kind of stupid.
1: Oh, what was your, what did you, what name did you give your son? Mobutu
0: Sese Seko. <laughs> um, and they, they kind of, mm. they challenged that. They said he doesn't look like a Mobutu Sese right. Seko. And I said, my wife and I are hippies. And we gave <laughs> our, our kid uh, a
1: crazy name. Yeah. And I said, my
0: wife's name is Lotus. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Okay. And so you, so you, you, I assume you got in. There's probably, they're not that discerning. We got in, we, and we did the, you know, the usual, we did
0: the beer funneling. Yep. Uh, But you know, which, which I don't, I I like to enjoy the beer. I don't like to directly put it into my stomach. Sure. I like to taste the the hops and, and, and the, you know, the, the different flavors that beers offer. But in the case of a Genesee light, you just want to get that down and get it into your stomach. (laughs) Yeah, you do. So, but it was, a good, and we saw the admissions office cause we woke up in it the following day, <laughs> I guess we broke in. Okay. Ooh. We thought it would be funny to bring a cow from the agricultural school <laughs> into the admissions office. And was it funny? Well, I don't know. I, judging from their reaction, I think I might have damaged his chances of getting into Cornell. <laughs>
1: <laughs> okay. Well, what was their reaction? I'll help you judge whether you've damaged it.
0: Uh well, I we were arrested for trespassing and vandalism. <laughs> <laughs> um we spent the evening in the Cornell University jail, sure. And uh and then the next morning they processed us. Uh, I we didn't have to pay bail. Okay. Thanks to uh, Bill De Blasio.
1: <laughs> See, I knew at some point The de Blasio um, legacy would finally come back and help you. Obviously for a, you know, a a high school boy, part of the experience of college is getting a college check. You know, how how did that go for you guys?
0: Further down from the hotel school is the school of prostitution sciences. (laughs) Okay. We checked out that building. (laughs) It's cool. It's a a modern building uh, with just red lights on the inside. Well, that's cool. Uh, we walked through there and we saw, you know, they have some of the courses up there. The,
1: yeah. What um, what are some courses that you have to take in order to graduate? What are like the, you know, the prerequisites? I mean, there's
0: uh, obviously Hooking 101. <laughs> it's just an apostrophe. There's no G. Strange. Yeah. So there's, you know, Hookin 101 is for okay. basically an introductory course. Sure. Uh, there's, you know, microeconomics. <laughs> um. <laughs> Yeah, very Ivy. Yeah, I mean, they, they they have a whole school of pimping. Okay. So oh, you can, yeah. You can if you want to do like a, you can minor in pimping. Okay. Nice. If you want or if you you can you know run your own you can you can also get a um a masters of prostitution. <laughs> How do you get a master's degree? Uh, just you reach four hundred clients and you you automatically <laughs> are granted the degree. God. Okay. Uh, And it's on sheepskin, just like. uh, (laughs) That's where your diploma comes on. Yeah. It comes, you, uh, you, uh, you unroll your diploma. (laughs) It just, you just, it comes in a little paper thing. You rip it open and then you, you unroll it and there it is.
1: Oh God. Yeah. (sighs) Well, I mean, you know, if he decides to change uh, majors, I think he'd do well there.
0: Yeah. I think he might try to get into that school and then transfer to computer
1: science. And like coming through the back door. <laughs> Jesus. So, Brian, I don't know if you saw this uh, in the news. Uh, I believe a day or two ago, but the uh, United States Postal Service, one of your favorite government organizations because it's so well run, yeah. um, has yes. this, has announced that uh, mail service is uh, starting at the first of this month uh, will will slow down to save money for the Postal Service because the Postal Service over the next 10 years has a projected loss of 160, b with a B billion dollars. Not the most profitable business to be in, I'll be honest. No. Now you're an intern at the Postal Service. Is that right? I, yes, I have been interning at the Postal Service for some time now. Yep. Well, that's, that's great. So you, you must know about the uh, other sort of programs the postal service has in place to help uh, offset some of their uh, enormous losses. Could could you sort of walk us through some, some plans uh, that the modern day post office uh, is going to be putting in place? Yeah. W- whatever it'll take to, to close that $160 billion 10 year gap. So, you know, if, so for example um, the, the service now has been cut down and it getting a letter is slower today than it was in the 1970s. Now
0: they have a fleet of a tremendous number of vehicles. Obviously the fuel for these vehicles is uh, extremely expensive. Yeah. The the maintenance of the cars and trucks is is very, very expensive. Yep. Uh, So that's going to be eliminated. Uh, I'm sorry, just fully eliminated. That's going to be eliminated. Yeah. Because there's no, I mean, the, the one of their biggest expenses is the the trucks, the vehicles, the fuel. Yeah. Uh, so what, what's going to happen now is as you approach a highway on-ramp, <laughs> there'll be a gentleman there with just a bag of mail uh-huh. and he'll just, he's going to pull you over. He's going to say, could you bring this to Philadelphia? <laughs> <laughs> uh-huh. And assuming you can, if it's in your direction, you take that sack of mail, Okay. And you'll be, you'll drop it off at the Philadelphia
1: drop spot. Okay. That seems, I see a lot of problems with that. That seems a, a little bit out of, out of your way. It's going to be
0: like hitchhiking. They're going to hold up a sign that says Philadelphia. <laughs> and if you're going to Philadelphia, you just pull over. They, they throw the bag of mail in your, in your trunk and you're on your way. Man,
1: but you can't, are we looking at more uh, instances of mail fraud? We're not going to look at them because we got rid of the office of the poster (laughs) inspector. Okay.
0: Those guys were causing a lot of trouble and and costing
1: us a lot of money. I bet. You're going to have, you can buy additional stamps. Okay. Yeah. I was wondering about that. Yes. A lot of times the uh, postal service issues special stamps that they hope everyone will run out and buy.
0: Yeah. So what we're going to do, you can buy an extra stamp and it's, it's basically what it does is it, ensures that your particular piece of correspondence stays out of the random burn pile. <laughs> oh, what random burn pile. So, you know, if you're in the sorting facility okay, and the mail's coming by you, if you see a letter that has the, the, um, the special stamp, mm-hmm. you let that continue going down the conveyor. Okay. But on occasion, and it was like every 45 seconds, you simply pick up a piece of mail that doesn't have that stamp on it and you fling it to the burn pile. <laughs> and the idea being is to incentivize people to add the extra postage.
1: Yeah. You know, I'm, I'm sending a bill that needs to be paid, a, a birthday card. I don't want that to get burned.
0: Right. You want to make, so you, you, you buy yourself a roll of of stamps that specifically uh, let the postal people know not to throw your letter into the burn pile. Gosh. You can get a coil of uh, one hundred of them for fourteen hundred dollars.
1: <laughs> so a hundred for fourteen hundred dollars. Yes. Okay. So it's fourteen dollars per stamp.
0: Yeah. Well, you know, just uh, the regular stamps are going to be fifty six cents. Yeah. Exactly. But the save save me stamp is is going to be $14 and it's going to add a little bit to your, to your, but you will rest assured your letter will make it. Okay. And you know, it's not going to be burnt and it's going to get to where you're sending it within, you know, four to 12
1: weeks. (laughs) Wait, is there a stamp? Okay. Is there a stamp I can buy that'll get it out of the burn pile and to the person I'm sending it to quicker? Because I got to be honest, that's not going to cut it. Well, we have priority mail.
0: Great. Priority mail uh, for a little bit extra uh, guarantees that it will get there within one to four weeks. Oh, that's still not okay. Fine, I'll pay that. What is that? An extra buck? If that doesn't work for you, you do overnight, which okay. gets it there in two to seven days. <laughs> <laughs> then it doesn't feel like overnight. Yeah, well, that's what it says in the legal ease at the bottom of the envelope.
1: Wait, they put the legalese on the envelopes now? Yeah. Oof. This does not seem like a good system. Maybe we should just privatize this.
0: Well, I, I don't think private, privatization is a good idea because I've got this pretty solid internship. <laughs> and I would hate to lose it.
1: Right. Just out of curiosity, how much uh, how much money do you make as an intern? $45,000. $45,000 a year as an intern?
0: No, uh, a week.
1: <laughs> what? Yeah. That's way more money than I make. The, the
0: guy running this whole operation went to actually Cornell and, 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 the, and he majored in hemorrhaging money. <laughs> Jack. Brian. We have a chance to make some money for the podcast.
1: <sighs> Finally, this is great news.
0: Yes. uh, Sponsors, Jack, will pay us to advertise their businesses on our podcast. It's that simple. It's that simple. It sounds really simple. I got got some potential sponsors Mm -hmm. and uh, I got some ads for you to read. And if you read them and you do a good job, and I mean professional and you don't, you know, it's a serious thing. We can't be laughing or making fun of these products. You understand?
1: Yeah, I understand.
0: You need to give it your best. You need to be professional. I'm sending you one now.
1: I always Um, do my best. I I don't, I don't love the implication that other times when I failed that I'm not trying my best.
0: I know that you try. It just seems to not work a lot, but that's fine. I think, you know, we're going to succeed. I can feel it. Okay.
1: All right. Well, I've just gotten the the first script that you've just sent me and I I just want to read it real quick because um, no,
0: you can't read it. You just need to get it uh, out there into the advertising sphere. Okay. There's no time to, to pre read stuff. People want a natural read.
1: Okay. Well, all right. Here's a script I've never read before. Take her away, advertiser person. Cool. Questionable material with Jack and Brian is brought to you by Back Alley Burgers, a Texas tradition for over a month with over 40 locations all over Texas. Back Alley Burgers has something for everyone, especially if you have a hankering for a hamburger with a side of abortion. <laughs> Jesus. That's because a legal loophole exempts moderately sized restaurant chains from state and federal abortion (laughs) legislation. Hungry and want an abortion? Try the Lone Star Burger. Eight ounces of USDA prime beef with all the fixings. A mountain of our famous seasoned fries. And an abortion in the repurposed playground area. (laughs) If you're looking for smaller portions, our back alley sliders are second to none. And whether you have one or a dozen, you can add an abortion to your order for a, qu- <laughs> for a nominal fee. Budget conscious? Our unwanted pregnancy meal comes with a quarter pound burger of your choice, small fries, and an abortion at an affordable price. And don't forget, Back Alley Burgers Legendary Milkshakes, available in vanilla, chocolate, peanut butter, or plan B. <laughs> Back Alley Burgers is open every late night to help you tackle your craving for a hamburger or the temptation of an unwanted, or, I'm sorry, or the termination of an unwanted pregnancy. So come by, say hello to a delicious burger and goodbye to a fetus. <laughs> Good. Back Alley Burgers is hiring line cooks, cashiers and anesthesists. <laughs> it start at $16 an hour. <laughs> apply at backalleyburgers.com or in person. Ask about our abortion gift certificates.
0: Anesthetists they're they're hiring. Uh yeah, sorry. botched that word. That's what happens when yeah. I don't read it ahead of time. Yeah, well you shouldn't if you're doing an ad, but uh, it doesn't seem like we're I, gonna get that sponsored.
1: I guess not. That was really I mean even though this is the a material a podcast called questionable material, they'll be shocked. Nah
0: <laughs> okay i just sent you another sponsor okay potential sponsor assuming you you deliver the goods as we okay. say so i need to do better
1: this time is what you're saying please do no laughter please okay all right sorry professional okay all right i have just gotten it i have opened it up and i'm ready whenever you are take it away Okay. Questionable material with Jack and Brian is brought to you by the Gunderson Temp Agency, specializing in temporary workers who are professional, punctual, experienced, grieving widows. (laughs) For over 30 years, the Gunderson Temp Agency has staffed some of the biggest businesses in the world with quality, heartbroken, temporary employees. (laughs) Whether you need clerks, receptionists, filers, telephone staff, or just want to watch a devastated woman sobbing in the break room, (laughs) Gunderson Temp Agency is the answer. Tell us your needs, and in less than 24 hours, we can supply you with a full staff of people whose husbands have passed, leaving them free to work and searching for answers. And you can rest assured that we will always live up to the Gunderson Guarantee. All of our staffers have recently suffered immense personal tragedy, making them ideal temporary employees for any business that values hard work, professionalism, and crying about Billy being gone forever. We know you have a choice of temp agencies. (laughs) That's why the Gunderson Temp Agency is so particular. We don't hire just any widow. We hire the best widows, unrivaled in their skills and numbing, gr- and numbing grief. That's why Gunderson Temp Agency has consistently ranked number one for efficient, sad employees by JD Power and Associates. <laughs> Call today and have your office fully staffed by tomorrow. The Gunderson Temp Agency is an equal opportunity employer as long as your husband has crossed the rainbow bridge. <laughs> hey. Dang! Ugh.
0: It's the the laughter. Really, it, it's costing us uh, oh,
1: clients. Yeah, I know. I, it would help immensely if I, I like. I just didn't know that would be there. Yeah,
0: I just sent you a, a third potential great
1: answer. I'm sorry, because then you make me feel bad. It's just such a crummy way to end the podcast. I'm just
0: hoping you make some money for the, for the podcast. That's
1: well, great. we're going to do it at number three. Number three is that I guarantee you. Take her uh, away. This is the Gunderson guarantee that I will not laugh. Okay, here is uh, number three. Uh, hmm. I am ready to go. I've never read this before in my life. Take her away. Questionable material with Jack and Brian is brought to you by Manscaped, the best in men's below-the-waist grooming manscaped offers precision engineered tools for your family jewels and manscaped just launched their fourth generation trimmer the lawnmower 4.0 you heard that right the 4.0 imagine shaving with a sleek well-designed and optimized trimmer that makes shaving time your favorite time in the bathroom i'm one of the first people to try the new lawnmower 4.0 and i'm blown away by the performance The craftsmanship and details on the 4.0 are next level. Manscaped engineered the ultimate body trimmer by focusing on intelligent functionality and an incredibly comfortable grooming experience. Their fourth generation trimmer features a cutting edge ceramic blade to reduce grooming accidents thanks to their advanced skin safe technology. I now feel confident shaving below the waist. The upgraded trimmer also gives you the ability to turn the LED spotlight on and off when needed for a more precise shave. Did I mention wireless charging? The Lawnmower 4.0's new wireless charging system uses electromagnetic induction, which can help battery length last longer. Men, let's be honest. If you're still shaving your face and body with the same trimmer, you're doing it wrong. Boost your confidence with this new body trimmer with Manscaped to make me time. The best time with a smooth shave. Now you can join over 2 million men worldwide who trust Manscaped. And we have an exclusive offer just for fans of questionable material. 20% off and free worldwide shipping with the checkout code QM at manscaped.com. What was so funny at the end there? I
0: I kept waiting for the big (laughs) reveal. The the big reveal is, is we got a sponsor. Manscaped. Yeah. yeah. Manscaped Look, is a real sponsor? That's, that's a real sponsor. They sent me stuff. They sent me the weed whacker.
1: Yo. What?
0: Yeah. Surprise. Happy Holy birthday. Crap. Yeah. And then they sent me a box. And you too. You're getting it. I just didn't want you to have it. I wanted you to be surprised. They sent me a oh. box with stuff in it. Holy that's crap. Amazing. So and so Manscaped, Jack. They do grooming for your you know what their the tagline is? What? Your balls will thank you. <laughs> it, it came with a t-shirt that I'll never wear. I'll wear that shirt. I, I will give you, you have one too. But so you have the groomer, Jack. Yep. And it doesn't hurt you. Yeah. And so I, I immediately shaved all the hair off of my groin. And my wife and, and kids are like, what are you doing, dad? And my daddy's got a sponsor. <laughs> And and so I was, uh, you yeah, know, and then I, I was, I was so proud of our response. I was showing people how it worked. Wait, uh, wait, wait,
1: wait, 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 wait. You're showing people how it worked. What does that mean? Well, I went, I went, well, I had to get groceries
0: and I was at the grocery store and I dropped my pants and I just showed people how the manscaped lawnmower 4.0 works. And so a crowd gathered around me. I, I showed them how it doesn't hurt. You can touch, you put it right up against your your, your scrotum jack. And it right. will not, it won't cut it. It's got skin safe technology. It, so it did not cut the scrotum. I'm showing everybody there, like right you near, know, I was right near aisle seven. Yeah. And, and, and I'm pointing, you know, everybody there, this whole crowd is gathering and they're, they're all making videos because they've never seen like a man who not cut his uh, testicles with a razor before. And yeah. suddenly you're just like, look, like but this was my testicles. And I was like, see see see. And then I, I was showing the police officer who came and put me in the back of his patrol car. Uh, I, I explained it to them. Uh when I was sitting there uh, waiting for the bail, um I was talking to <laughs> the fellow inmates and showed them and I and I, I I basically I started I had a whole assembly line of me <laughs> shaving uh, these you know, I'm not going to say criminals because we don't know, they haven't been convicted yet. That's right. We're all in a holding pen. I don't know their fate. So in, in my mind, I am just shaving bare the, the testicles and pubic hair <laughs> of a, a variety of gentlemen from the area. Uh, some of them uh, may be down on their luck, whatever, but not yeah. that day because here I am. And I was uh, with this thing that, that was buzzing a second ago, but now needs to be recharged. Um, I, I had a field day, Jack, uh, with my lawnmower 4.0. Best. I shaved the entire jail. <laughs> I mean, uh, and you should have seen it. It was just, these guys, they, they were like, oh my God, this, this, I feel so clean for the first time. And I feel like I, my, I clean crotched person. Wow. Yeah.
1: Well, you it's really love, through. you really take care of a sponsor. If someone comes along, they know that the, the folks at questionable material will really, uh, uh, follow through.
0: Yeah. So what's important though, okay. is that if, if people need to go to manscape.com. And, and use the promo code QM. Okay. Cause that, th- Cause that tells them, oh, they sold some of these things. Okay. Yeah. So you can, like, just like that, Jack. You can, so QM, <sighs> that's at manscaped.com. And, and that's and, 20% and
1: then, off and free worldwide yeah. shipping.
0: They'll ship. So if you're listening in Thailand, and I know there's one of you, that's um, true. They will ship it to you in Thailand and you can have the, See, nobody in Thailand has hair. So now you can be like them if you're a Westerner. So you can actually just, you will be like them and just be like, you know, completely hairless if you have the Manscaped Lawnmower
1: 4.0. But look, as much as I love our new sponsor, like in Thailand, you know, every third business is a is a place to, that shaves your balls. That's kind of their thing.
0: Yeah, but this way you can save money. You can do it yourself. You know where this has been. Yeah, that's a good point. You know what I'm saying? That's a good point. Manscaped Jack. It's our, it's our sponsor. Oh, and then they have this feed whacker. You put it in your nose. Okay. Or your ears. If you have hairy ears or noses. Wow. Who doesn't Jack? I do. Yeah, I do. I, I take little scissors and I go, do you really? A little, so this, so you're getting one of these and you can just shove it up your nose Okay. And trim your nose here because, you know, there's nothing more unpleasant than you're talking to somebody and then there's just like hair hanging out of their nose or yeah. sticking out of their ears, especially if they're not a professor.
1: Well, <laughs> I'm, I'm blown away. That was a, the coolest surprise ever because I kept waiting. I was like, at first, I honestly thought to myself, Brian is, is so culturally out of it that he doesn't realize that there is a company that does this because I know Manscaped. Uh, so I was well, like, oh, funny, my gosh, well, he accidentally is doing this or that he's just doing a spoof of it. I didn't know which it was.
0: The, the copy actually came from them. Like okay. I did, they, they gave like they gave like tips, like the list of you know things you could say. And I just like uh-huh. copied and pasted that into the ad because <laughs> I knew it was completely dry. And, and I was like, don't you laugh. Don't you laugh. Don't you laugh. Wow. Don't you laugh. Um, yeah. So we got a sponsor. You, I got us a sponsor. You had nothing to do with it. That's right. I had nothing to do with it. Uh okay, so yeah, manscaped.com and the, the code is QM. And then, We're
1: making money.
0: You know, your your testicles, your scrotum, take it from a sack. <laughs> you your scrotum will love you for it.
1: Suck it, listeners. We're retiring. Yeah. Out. Review us and all that
0: that was questionable material with jack and brian subscribe on any podcast platform watch our clips on youtube visit us at qmpodcast.com